For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey, everybody. Welcome again to Believe Sports, Business, Sports, Media. I am Fred Wallen, and happy to have you aboard. You can email us at sportsfred at aol.com, sportsfred at aol.com. And uh, Tom Hofarth, again, working on a charity down in Venice, California, the city where I was born, beautiful city that it is. Homes are through the roof there. And uh, Art Source, uh, Galaxy Sports, former kicker for the Rams and the Trojans, now with us. Artie, welcome again to the show. Thanks, Fred. Great to be on tonight, and uh, wow, what a day for a guy that's a golf fan like me. It's 4.16 p.m. as we tape this Pacific Standard Time at 7.16 in Augusta, Georgia. Tell the folks what happened. Oh, boy, Paul Casey, one of my great friends from Scottsdale, Arizona, by way of the Arizona State University Sun Devils in England, Finally broke through after 83 major tournaments at 42 years of age and fired himself a 65 today to take a one-shot lead at Augusta National. You know, I wagered the Tiger wouldn't uh, shoot par. He shot under, didn't he? Boy, four under par. And, I mean, I've got to tell you, I've watched Tiger for 25 years now, and I never saw him play a bogey-free round at Augusta. And he looked like he was on top of things today. Beautiful to see for the game of golf. All it took was me to bet against him on fantasy. There it goes. I mean, it's just got to go. Is that the truth, Fred? (laughs) (laughs) I feel the same way tonight. I kind of like Tennessee, and I kind of like the under, so I'm thinking that Mr. Rivers is going to go off tonight. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Um, All right, let's talk about – well, first of all, let me ask one more question about Augusta. No fans. uh, On Sunday, they're not going to have the ceremony. Uh, I mean, uh, is anything the same in 2020? No, Fred, it, it really it kind of tugged at my heartstrings because, you know, when I brought Mizuno into the United States in the early 80s, I got to go to Augusta. I went there from 80 to 84. I got to see Seve win two times. I got to see the great Gary Player win. Um, it's a cathedral amongst the azaleas and the colors. And, and now we're in November 2020, and I'm seeing Augusta play completely different. Um, you know, didn't even look like they were going to get today's round in based on all the rain and, you know, the, the storm Etta. And But I got to say one thing, the good Lord's a golf fan, because at 10 o'clock, the skies opened up. It was beautiful. The sunshine was, was, you know, falling down on everybody. And, boy, I'll tell you what, that place is still a cathedral if you're a golfer. I'm not a golfer, but I just love looking at it, and so I definitely agree with you, folks. You know, uh, it was built on an actual nursery by Bobby Jones. Yep. And when he saw the land, I guess he, you know, and, and, and people talk about it all the time, but until you actually go there and you see the top of topographical, look at the golf course, and you and you see the amazing colors, it's it's something special. And if anybody's ever been there, you got to put it on your uh, your bucket list. 
We are talking uh, sports business, sports media, basically Southern California, but certainly we go national, and we have to talk the Masters. There's no question about that. We also have to talk uh, college football. Last week here in the Pac-12, four of the 12 uh, schools did not compete. Uh, There is some question if UCLA is going to compete this Saturday night. Uh, The Friday night game moved to Saturday. Uh, The Ivy League uh, today, and again, folks, we're taping this on Thursday, Ivy League today dropped all winter sports. Are they just smarter than we are? Or I, I know they don't make as much money, so greed wouldn't, you know, come into play as far as that the Ivy League is concerned. But they just said no more, no more, no I'm gonna more. I'm going to say yes to the first question, and I'm going to say that that second thing we've talked about over the last few months, greed. I think that makes a huge difference, and they are smarter than us. That's why they're Ivy Leaguers. Let me ask you a question: Are you going to buy a college basketball yearbook this year? I buy usually two or three. I'm sure you buy two or three. I'm not buying heck this time because I don't know what's going to happen. But, I mean, they, they can't have the schedule. I actually looked at one the other day at, the, at our giant store here in uh, Camp Hill. And I kind of picked it up and then, you know, wanted to see who the top ten teams were. And I kind of set it down and said I'm going to save my $11.95. That's exactly how I feel. Gonzaga is number one as far as the uh, the uh, preseason ratings the are concerned. The Zag. Okay, so but, but let's go back to the college football thing. A weekend, this weekend, straight away, when Ohio State's game is canceled and Alabama's game is canceled, isn't that the end of the world? kind of is. You know, what really bothered me more than anything in the world is I loved the Notre Dame-Clemson game on Saturday night. What a yeah. fabulous football game. Right. And then they ruined it all by 12,500 yeah. fans. Yep. Kids. Yeah. Kids at Notre Dame who already went through a a pandemic problem earlier this year rushed the field and put everybody in harm's way. Now, I understand it was a great victory, and the kids are kids, but, you know, for the for the president of the university to come out and mealy-mouth his way around that whole issue the other day, oh, Fred, it bothered me to a, to a very deep level. That president was at the, uh, I think, Coney Barrett thing at the White House, uh, Without a mask, uh, uh, the president of Notre Dame. So maybe the kids uh, just followed what the president said. Well, he didn't have to wear it. Uh, we don't need to wear it. Uh, and again, I think the band was down there too, and that's just ridiculous. And if that be the it, case, I, I felt I, really, I felt really bad for the for the coaching staffs. I felt really bad for the referees. There was a mass exodus for that one little tunnel, and I've been up and down that tunnel. Two times in my lifetime playing football for SC. And there's not a lot of room there, Fred. And when you're trying to get 200 people from both sidelines on there and there's 12,000 people on that 100-by-100 field, that was not a great moment in American sports history. I have the Heisman ballot. I've had it for 40 years, something like 45 years maybe. I don't know. I've had it since I started in this business. Chuck Benedict, the great Chuck Benedict, the sports caster here in Southern California, uh, was the head of the uh, uh, the Heisman here in Southern California, and he took a liking to me, so uh, he passed away like 17 years ago, I can't believe. But anyways, uh, I wouldn't have any idea who to vote for this year. I mean, I mean, obviously, if one guy's playing two games, one guy's playing seven, how the heck can you make a decision like that, uh, Art Source? Right now, my Heisman Trophy winner plays quarterback at Ohio State, and he transferred from uh, from Georgia. Georgia. Justin Fields, you're talking. Yeah, that's exactly right. I think the kid has more touchdown passes than incomplete passes. But there's somebody else who's got uh, four touchdown passes five games in a row. 
Don't ask me who because I'm losing my mind, but there is somebody, a quarterback, who has done that this year. All I'm saying is that – Does he play uh, for BYU? No, not to be not, – but not to, not Wilson. Uh, somebody They're else. They're having one heck of a year, too. I mean, I got to tell you, I don't even know how they cobbled together a schedule, Fred. <laughs> well, if, well, if you looked at the Boise State game, uh, <laughs> Boise State is not the same is all I can tell you. I don't know. What's happened to that program? Well, you know, they, they got a USC quarterback named Jack Shears who – yeah. Played at San Clemente High School. But, you know, I got to believe that, you know, Brian Harson. that's a tough situation to be in as a college football coach. I mean, you know, to me, being part of coaching is being around the guys or the fellas. And, and you know, having all these special rules where only seven guys can work out together and <laughs> we're going to Zoom meeting and we're going to do this and we're going to do that. As I look back at this whole fiasco, I think based on the fact that what I'm hearing is that we're getting close to having the vaccine, you know, now whether you believe Mario Cuomo or his son or you believe whoever you want to believe out there in the world, whether it works or doesn't work, I'm hearing positive things about the future. I think we made the wrong decision based on everything I'm seeing with what's going on on the, on the planet right now with, uh, you know, this second wave of the COVID-19 and I think we would have probably been better off had we laid low, sucked it up, and waited till 2021. I agree. But uh, financially, uh, uh, Trump had to make himself look good. So, uh, you know, he pushed from his end. And I don't How'd that he... work out for him, Fred? Very well. No no question. He's exactly where he should be. Uh, folks, you can email us. Uh, sp- uh, I'm not kidding, folks. Sportsfred at, although I'm not political, sportsfred at AOL.com. So, Fred, Sports... what, do, what do you think of Dominion? <laughs> all i know is uh last week and it's been nine days folks were taping this on thursday uh, the 12th of uh, november so nine days ago we had the uh, election nine days ago uh yeah nine days ago uh, the election we found out probably four days ago uh the outcome or five days ago the outcome i felt sorry for the folks at uh, fox uh, msnbc and cnn because those people were up Night and day, 24 hours a day. It was it was unbelievable that, you know, like uh, Steve Kornacki at MSNBC would uh, be gone for two hours and come right back and he'd work another six or eight hours. It was unbelievable. You know what amazes me about that election was how in-depth they could get into each precinct, yeah, each county. I mean, to me, that is just as fascinating as anything I've ever seen. And, and, and it's, it's amazing that the pollsters, for whatever reason can't be a little more defined, a little more accurate in their ability to really look at these races. All right, but here's my thought on that. If you go up to somebody, let's say the person is a racist, okay, person is a racist, he's not going to tell you he's a racist. So uh, my, my, my point is he might tell you. But aren't you proud of, of, of who you support as a candidate usually? Yeah. Are you that afraid of Donald Trump that you're going to, lie yeah. and say I'm going to vote for Joe Biden instead of Donald Trump? Well, again, as you know, and folks that have been listening to this show, I couldn't stand either candidate, but one of them's a monster, and you know which one that is. But I honestly believe that uh, 75 million people voted against Donald Trump and 70 million voted for Donald Trump. I think John, Does that scare uh, you about our nation, Fred? 100%. I think Joe Biden was a non-entity in this thing. I really, I really mean this. I mean, and you know what? Joe Biden ten years ago would have been one of the great candidates ever. But he's lost but, it. Yeah, I mean, come on, let's be real here. The the reality of it is, you have one narcissist 
and one guy that, you know, really, you know, uh, I'm going to be kind. I'm going to, well, let's talk sports. All right, let's talk sports. <laughs> ESPN fired 500 people last week, one of whom was the producer uh, of the Dan Lebitard show. So Dan Lebitard rehired the guy, paid him. He's paying Mr. Him Cody, himself. I believe is his name. Yeah, yeah, Mr. Cody. I again, I don't listen to the show or watch the show, so I don't know. But it, yeah, Mr. Cody, and uh, I think he, you know, he's probably paying him. Well, a producer at ESPN is probably making hundred thousand dollars a year. But again, I think Lebatard's probably making what three, four, five million dollars a year, so he can afford it. But I've never really heard of a situation uh, at a place like ESPN where you don't tell the host that you're firing the head producer because, I mean, the head producer comes up with some of the ideas, writes some of the ideas. Uh, yeah, what's and, up with ESPN and Jimmy Pitaro and, you know, the worldwide leader in sports? At a certain point in time, don't you have to show some loyalty to your folks? I mean, I pay a lot of money. I actually, to watch the Masters today, I had to actually buy ESPN Plus, okay? Otherwise, yeah. I'd have been saddled with, you know, like three or four hours of coverage. And they wanted to... I have no problem paying five ninety five for a right, month. Right. They wouldn't even. They wanted me to buy the full year for forty nine ninety five. Right. And I'm like, can I just turn the tournament on, please? It was like I couldn't get off the page where they kept saying, "We want you for the full year." And I'm like, well, why don't you hire some of my friends back who work for for ESPN who've been there for twenty years. I, again, I'm just paying the the four ninety nine or five ninety nine, whatever it is per month, but I don't know how to get it from the, the computer to the TV set. How do you do that technically, for the folks well, out I have there my listening? Wife for that. Oh, that's, okay. That's get her on the my, show my, next week, please, because I don't know how to do it. My high tech wife comes <laughs> in. I have no idea. I have no conception how to do that, and I guess I could take the iPhone up to the TV and try something, but I. I don't know, so I just watch it on the computer when I watch it. Well, you know, I actually had the computer. uh, The coverage was fantastic on my computer today. Right. And, you know, my wife knows how to plug it into the big screen TV. Like you said, that's way over my pay grade. But I did enjoy the fact that I could put it on, and, uh, you know, it just brought a little semblance of life back, you know, in a world that's really wild right now. You know, talking about wild. Again, we'll talk about the game tonight uh, on uh, uh, the NFL Network and on uh, on Fox in a moment. But I have followed football since the age of five. You followed football and played pro football uh, since the age of five. You didn't play pro football at the age of five, but you followed it. Like that I was the, I was a real child prodigy. Child said. prodigy, no question. I don't remember. And again, you know, things just sort of flash in front of you when you get up there in your thirties. The bottom line is the the Chargers this year. They have lost games the weirdest possible ways. Two weeks ago, they lose a game, last play the game to the Denver Broncos. Last week, they thought they had won the game on the last play of the game, and then of course it was overturned. I don't I don't know if this game, the the last loss to the Raiders was on Anthony Lynn, but a lot of the ones when the, when they were way out in front, I think definitely on the coach. But go back in your history of, of pro football. You remember a team who's, I mean, it's almost crazy how, how they've been losing games. Well, you know, I go back to the, the cardiac Cardinals and Don Coriel. Right. When they had Ahmad Rashad and Jimmy Hart and Gillum and Metcalf. That was the other end of the spectrum. The Chargers, they've actually perfected something. How to Snatch defeat from the jaws of victory. <laughs> Every week. <laughs> Every week. 
And I got to tell you, if you're a gambling man, and, you know, I, I have a tendency here to throw a shekel here and there around. Okay. Uh, when I see the Chargers, I no matter what the spread seems to be, I have a tendency to go, like I had the Raiders this week, and I, I didn't think the Raiders were that much better than the Chargers. Matter of fact, the quarterback of the Chargers, probably the best rookie quarterback I've seen in, in a decade or so. And, you know, I mean, Justin Herbert is for real. And their defense seems to have all the components. The one thing they don't have is the ability to close out a victory. And that goes directly to the head football coach. And I know Anthony Lynn is a wonderful guy, Fred. And we've talked about this on various sports shows. You know what Leo DeRocher said about nice guys? Finish last. That's exactly right. All right, we're talking to Art Source right here on Believe Sports Business Sports Media. Artie, in our last three or four minutes, uh, Chargers against Miami, which means Tua against Herbert. Who do you like? i got to go with Miami. Miami and Brian <laughs> Flores has done a great job with that ball club. Um, I just I love the way they play. Uh, what they did against Arizona last week was very impressive to me. Uh, their defense is playing at a high level. But now that I say that, the Chargers are so due. You know, I mean, it's going to be a heck of a game. And either way, I mean, whether you got Tua or you got, you know, the quarterback of the Chargers, Herbert, both kids are going to have great careers. And it's going to be a damn good football game. And, I mean, there's a lot of great games on the schedule, including tonight. This one here goes a long way toward deciding what's going on in the AFC South. How many yards do you think uh, Henry will gain on the ground? 86.9. There you go. I mean, is, is it going to be his three touchdowns and 150 yards, or are they going to stop him? No, I don't think so. I, I watched Darius Leonard play linebacker, and that's that's one solid defense he's running against. Um, honestly, I, 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 like, I like the Titans to win because they're at home, but I think it's going to be nip and tuck 24-20. And if Rivers was playing indoors, I'd probably go with Indianapolis. But I'm going to take the home team on Thursday night. And I, I really am a big Mike Vrabel fan. I think the guys love playing for him. I think of all the coaches, Flores is getting close. But of all the coaches that have come from the Bill Belichick tree, I think Vrabel is, is about as – we want to talk about knowing game situations, knowing how to play the clock. I mean, he even did it against the master last year in the playoffs. No, I, I agree with you. He's one of the best coaches, certainly, of the uh... – 32 that we have. And our final question, what's the over, in your opinion, the total points as Seattle on the road coming off a game where they gave up 44 points at the L.A. Rams, and the Rams can score points too? Just throw a number out there. What do you think the final score would be as far as the total points? Boy, I've got to go in, in the late 60s, early 70s. Yeah, I agree. Seattle can't stop anybody. <laughs> and... Yeah, but just a few years yeah. ago, their defensive secondary, that was what the articles were. Their great defensive secondary, the toughness well, of the defensive secondary, they've all gone away. Yeah, I mean, this is how times change in the NFL. And, I mean, you could talk you could talk about Adams being this, that, and the other thing. Yeah, he's very good. But the other three guys playing defensive back, <laughs> you know, I, you and I, you're a scat back, and I'm an old kicker. I could have run pattern and got yards on those guys. And finally, who wins the Masters? Okay, I'm going to go out on a, on a limb here. Okay. You, I'm, I'm sure you wagered it. So this pick. I know you wagered it. Go ahead. Matthew Wolf, the rookie from Ventura County, right out there 
this kid does everything quote unquote against the against the you know the 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 look, but Matthew Wolf is for real, Fred. And if it's not Matthew Wolf, I'm gonna go with Dustin Johnson. What odd did you get on those two? I got sixty six to one on Matthew <laughs> and I got uh twelve to one on uh our boy Dustin Johnson. We'll see what happens uh, uh, in the near future. Folks, what other show do we do to, uh, on uh, Friday, Saturday uh, a night on uh, Sirius XM 2 alone? Well, you know, friends, we have this show called Overnight Sports America. And we talk about the greatest things in sports. We have a great time. We've got uh, the, the, the world's worst handicapper. Mark Mancini. We Mancine. try to do the best we can, but our new, our new foray has been the most fun, which is in Palm Springs. And we do that. We do that show on Saturday mornings at 10 a.m. on KMET 1490 a.m. Folks, listen to all and email us at sportsforedadale.com. Already go enjoy your football game. I'm going to try to enjoy mine with what's happening in this world. And uh, we will talk to you very, very soon. Love you, Fred. All right. Uh, that was Art Source. Uh, Tom Hofarth will come back at some point. Maybe we'll put Art and, uh, and Tom together on the show. I mean, Scott, thank you for putting the show together. And we'll see you around the corner right here on Believe Sports Business Sports Media. Bye, everybody. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.